Entrepreneur on Fire 526. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round. Seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 260,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. With 98% iTunes upload approval rate and over 50,000 apps uploaded to date, Business Apps is the mobile app creation industry leader you can trust. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com to create your free account today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Tom Kuhn. Tom, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Tom is the founder, CEO of Kennedy, training and tools designed for right-brainers. Over the last 20 years, Tom has helped thousands of salon and spa professionals achieve extraordinary growth, higher income, and exceptional quality of life. Giving our listeners just a little overview, Tom, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Absolutely. You know, I started out as a very right brain kid and somewhere along the way, uh, I decided uh, for uh, some unusual reason to become a CPA. <laughs> uh, certainly wasn't something I expected to do when I was in high school. In fact, it was a fear of numbers that kept me from going into architecture, which is what I thought I wanted to do. And what I found was that uh, the best way for me to really apply uh, sort of my right brain into a le- very left brain field was to work with creative people. Uh, so during my entire career, I've worked with uh, creative service professionals. I uh, started out with architects, ad agencies, and um, uh, art dealers, and eventually ended up in the salon and spa industry. So uh, what I do is ex- uh, focus exclusively in working with salon and spa owners, managers, and uh, uh, most uh, near and dear to my heart is to work with actual uh, stylists, uh, massage therapists, estheticians, and other professionals like that. Uh, you know, we take a very, uh, a very right-brained approach to produce what we refer to as left-brain results. <laughs> we are all about prosperity, which is uh, how you can earn more money, do what you love, and have a life. Uh, which really comes to us applying a series of success principles like keep it simple, go visual, uh, create structure, uh, go from knowing to doing, and uh, create small wins. So that kind of in a nutshell is a little bit about our business, John. Tom, break it down for Fire Nation. What's right brain and what's left brain? You know, right brain is 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 visual. It's intuitive. It's emotional. Um, uh, learn by doing. Um, whereas uh, left brain is, you know, logical, linear, step by step. The languages of the left brain are words and numbers. Um, so, yeah, and you know, I, I when I start out my training with stylists, oftentimes I say, you know, we really don't have a brain. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the the riddle in that is we actually have two half brains and. Uh, so many people that I work with are very, very right brain dominant, ended up in um, uh, the salon industry cutting hair because uh, they really love working with people and love being creative. So, 
Okay, well, I am definitely left-brained with that description right there. So that's very interesting. And Fire Nation, I'm kind of curious where you guys lie. So go ahead, shoot me an email and let me know, left or right. It can just be a one-word email. I'll know what you're talking about. And Tom, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. You know, certainly one for me has been a happy wife, a happy life. Uh, <laughs> That might not be what you're looking for, but, uh, you know, 25.5 years uh, being happily married to uh, Mary has really served me well. I think applied to business, uh, you know, so much of what we do is uh, make things simple for people. So I guess what I'd have to say is is make things as simple as possible, uh, but not simpler, which comes from Einstein. You know, simplicity really is uh, uh, is something that's a point of difference. Um, a global study uh, of, of uh, brands. There's actually a simplicity study that shows that companies that simplify outperform their competitors by 99%. Wow. Simplify. I love that. Kiss. Keep it simple, silly. <laughs> so, Tom, <laughs> let's now turn the spotlight onto you, our guest here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and let's look at your entrepreneurial journey. You've obviously had some great successes, which we're going to talk upon, but I want to start with a failure. I want to start with an obstacle or a challenge that you faced at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. Share with us, Tom, that story. Really take us there with you, and let us know what the lessons you learned. I had a, a, a two-person consulting firm uh, specializing in salons and spas, and uh, just a very small outfit. It was myself and one other person, and uh, overnight, uh, I went to a four, running a 400-person a company, uh, really the, one of the leaders in our industry, and I literally moved from, uh, from Denver, which I had um, uh, lived in six years. We moved there from Minneapolis. Minneapolis is my home, by the way. Um, actually, Chicago is my uh, home of origin, but I live in Minneapolis. But anyway, I had been in Denver, and I had a small consulting practice, moved back to Minneapolis uh, to become the president and co-owner of a very, very successful salon chain. Uh, and um, it was a big leap for me to go from two people to 400, to be responsible for 400 people, and not just those 400 people, but uh, uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of guests we touched each year, uh, the families of the people that worked with us. And um, I never went to CEO school. I mean, I didn't go to how to be a president school, how to how to run a multi-dimensional operation that uh, had lots of people, lots of location, lots of departments. And you know, one of the things I learned was that um, uh, certainly I was brought in to help create greater financial success, and um, that was very, very important. Um, but what I realized at some point in time was that it wasn't enough just to create great financial success. Uh, you really needed to have great culture and a competitive edge. And um, I, I really began to struggle with balance and trying to, you know, balance uh, those different those different ends, you know, uh, profitability and culture and competitive edge and and ultimately come to realize that it's not so much even a ma- manage a balance in them. It's really um, it's creating unity in those different areas. But it wasn't easy. Um, a lot of struggle, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of false starts. And, uh, you know, ultimately what I do today 
is um, uh, um, a result of the frustrations that I felt um, rising to the occasion. And the, the program that we have today, um, most of my stories when I do my training go back to that period of time and the exact frustrations that I dealt with and the many years it took uh, for me to really figure out how to deal with those frustrations very uh, productively and proactively. But uh, uh, certainly, uh, certainly a lot of, lot of failures along the way. And Tom, that's why at Entrepreneur on Fire, we focus on the journey because you never would have had the revelations that you had without those struggles, without those obstacles, without those challenges and failures that have made you the man and the CEO that you now are, that you were able to build off of those failures and have the successes that you now are experiencing today. So for Fire Nation, Tom, boil it down. What's one clear lesson that we can walk away with from this experience? Prosperity, whether it's for an individual or an organization, really boils down to uh, these different elements. Um, prosperity as an entrepreneur, uh, as a person, for me and the people I, I, I lead and the people I try to teach boils down to how you can earn more money, do what you love, and have a life. And sort of the organizational lesson um, for a, a corporate, if you will, is um, a great cash flow, um, a tremendous culture, and a competitive edge. And that uh, it's it's uh, the absence of one of those um, is the absence of a sustainable, um, a profitable enterprise and a happy and prosperous life. So, Tom, you shared with us a struggle and a frustrating point in your life and the lessons you learned. But now let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. We want to hear that story, Tom, that moment in time. So take us there and walk us through the steps that you took after having that idea to turn it into success. I have a very clear one. And, you know, Starting out really as a as a right brain creative kid that liked to draw and that kind of stuff. I'm mean, gonna love sports. I loved life. A lot of things I love. Adventure, but um, along the way, uh, maybe it's going into accounting. I started to become so much more linear and so much more left brain and and type A and uh, a lot of different things. And you know, here I was out teaching very creative people uh, how to become more prosperous. And how to use their whole brain. And I was so left brain dominant that I really felt intuitively that I needed to become more whole brain. I needed to become more right brained. I needed to really um, start expressing my expressing myself creatively so I could understand better the people I worked with. So uh, I was asked to mentor uh, uh, four individuals that were competing uh, for a national, uh, it's called a North American Hairstylist uh, of the Year Award. And it's an annual competition where hairstylists all across North America compete and they submit um, their work with photography. And then there's a big celebration every year in, in July in Las Vegas when the nominee is, um, or you know, the awards are given. And I was asked to coach them. And it was a hairstylist, it was a makeup artist, it was a photographer, and it was a wardrobe artist. And in working with them, I, I, would, I sat in at some of their meetings, and they never used a single word. Uh, all of their communication, 100% of their communication was in pictures. Uh, if something wasn't right about 
uh, something they were doing in their collection. They just got a different picture. You know, they certainly talked about it, but there was no written words that were used. And 100% of their communication was just, if it didn't work, they got a different picture. And say they used tear sheets. They, you know, put them up on a wall. They put them on a piece of paper. So it really, really struck me um, about how creative visual people communicate with each other. The other, uh, the aha piece also came to me at the same time. I had just sold my ownership in that company that I was running and I, I took the summer off and um, I, I started taking photographs and um, started taking photographs actually of my own shadow at different points uh, across the, you know, um, uh, every, anywhere I traveled. And, um, you know, I thought I was okay. I mean, I wasn't really going to do anything with these photos, but these four individuals started mentoring me. They started coaching me. They started giving me that early encouragement. They started giving me the confidence to really turn this into a photographic collection. Uh, and if they didn't, I would have just abandoned the whole idea. And um, if they wouldn't have been there to sort of mentor uh, uh, me, coach me, um, uh, Cunity never would have happened. I never would have learned how to um, create the great visuals that grow into our program. I never would have been able to really uh, feel what it was like to be a, a creative, really feel what it's like to be an artist and, you know, to have that sort of insecurity at times of showing people your work and just kind of saying, geez, what do you think of it? You know, almost kind of shy and, you know, but quietly looking for that encouragement. That was really a big aha moment for me. And it also was a big turning point for me, John. Tom, let's boil this down. Again, we love actionable items, takeaways for Fire Nation, our listeners here today. Boil that down for us into one great lesson that we can walk away with from that experience. I think it's allow yourself to be vulnerable uh, for an area that is um, uh, of interest to you, uh, but uh, that scares you. So I guess it's vulnerability and it's also allowing people that maybe are from a different universe that you're from uh, the opportunity to really um, encourage you, uh, no matter um, uh, what the difference is in age uh, or any other um, uh, uh, demographic. Tom, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Take us there and take a minute if you need it. In the salon industry, most salons are uh, single location, um, uh, small micro businesses almost. And uh, I've had the fortune of working with, with uh, more multi-location salons. And I created something called the 2 to 10 project. That's the number two. And it's the word T-O or 2, uh, 10 for salons with uh, 2 to 10 locations. And it started out very informally and it's evolved to be an organization that now has the backing of uh, the University of Massachusetts uh, College of Management, Department of Entrepreneurial Studies. It has the backing of some major sponsors. And so I think what makes me proud about that is that many of these um, salons uh, that really uh, sort of felt like they were on an island, some of the elite salons, they really had no one to connect with. I created this organization called the 2 to 10 Project. We're now in its fourth year, and we have an annual conference, and it went from 14 salons to 60, and now it's receiving quite a bit of press. And 
I think what um, what's proud about that for me is that um, it started from scratch. Um, it's really become a great place for people to connect. And I think really the moment I think that made me the most proud is we had a conference last year and I had the great fortune to have a 23 year old hairstylist um, on stage in front of 200 people. Uh, somebody that went through our program and um, um, our program really helped transform her. And just to watch this young person uh, uh, have the guts and the courage uh, to get up in front of 200 people and tell her story, which was very raw and it was very real. And it just was proud for me because I could see the connection that she made with all of these owners from across the U.S. And it really validated what we were doing. Tom, you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. And Fire Nation, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners, you name it. We all struggle with the journey. You mentioned the raw journey of the 23-year-old hairstylist. And those stories are very common on a lot of levels for entrepreneurs because we struggle with the highs and the lows and the roller coaster of emotions. Tom, what's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey and how do you keep things in somewhat of a balance? It's really making sure uh, that I surround myself with, uh, uh, with, with, with people that are going to um, uh, help make, the, uh, make it a reality. And I think it's really about how I can help give opportunity to young people and how I can, um, uh, you know, just, um, you know, connect with others and how others can kind of help me along the way and just to be very open. Well, Tom, the great Jim Rohn is famous for saying, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So Fire Nation, think about that. Who is on your bus right now? Who are the people that you're spending the most time with? What would happen if you took the two bottom people and just said, you know what? I can't spend as much time with you right now as I am. And you introduce two exceptional entrepreneurs who are inspiring, who are motivating, who are finding success. What would that do to your average Fire Nation? Powerful, powerful thoughts. And Tom, let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about today. What's one thing that really has you fired up right now? What has me really fired up right now is we just did a, a set of videos and um, uh, of our training program, and um, I got to work with uh, two great, great people um, that are so different from me, um, a hairstylist out of Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia, and then a hairstylist out of Florida. And um, what's exciting right now is to see something that I started um, to live on um, uh, in other people's lives and to see uh, how other people are really taking our program and, and, and um, uh, using it to get great results, to get text messages from people, to get Facebook messages about how um, small changes are starting to add up for them and they're starting to have success like they haven't had before. So I think what's really exciting for me right now is just to watch other people succeed. Love that, Tom. And before we hit the lightning round, let's thank our sponsors. Looking for a company you can trust to have your back as a mobile app reseller? How about one that has a 98% iTunes upload approval rate and over 50,000 apps uploaded to date? 
That's right. Business apps is the industry leader in creating mobile apps for businesses. I'm talking fully customizable themes for every industry from restaurants to realtors. Best part, the entire platform is completely white label. That means you have total brand control. And with their drag and drop intuitive interface, you can design and format until your heart's content. Now, thanks to business apps, you can deliver better solutions to your clients, making it easier for their customers to do business with them. And that's what it's really all about, right? Happy customers, happy client, happy you. If you want to learn more about what business apps can offer you as an app reseller, visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com to create your free account today. It's easy to see the benefits of having several graphic designers work on your design project versus just one. For example, let's say you go online in search of a single designer and you hire someone from a freelance website. This takes you about a week since you had to write the post ad, comb through submissions, and then select your guy or girl. Next, you go back and forth with them a couple times about your vision, what exactly you're looking for, if you know, in that design, and all that good stuff. Then, about a week later, if they aren't too busy, the designer comes back to you with a couple options. Trouble is, well, over two weeks have gone by and you don't like either of the designs. What if you could start your next design project today, have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. And we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sound like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't know if I've ever been held back in becoming an entrepreneur. It's really realizing my potential as an entrepreneur um, because of false starts. Early on, I was an entrepreneur at the age of 24. And I kind of just um, uh, did it half-ass, if you will, and really tried to do too many things at the same time. So uh, in later years, I became a little more gun-shy. So, and part of that became with overthinking. So holding me back from a, being an entrepreneur, probably overthinking more than anything else, John. What's the best advice, Tom, you've ever received? You know, I went through a program by um, um, Dan Sullivan of the Strategic Coach, and one of his main things that he teaches us, and this really was advice that was very clear, is uh, focus on your unique ability. Um, Distill things down to the two to three things that you're not good at, you're not okay at, you're not great at, but you're just outstanding. You're just a rock star. It feels effortless, and that to me was the best advice that I had. Tom, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I know what my team would say, and they'd say, surround myself with amazing (laughs) women, you know? So, and I guess that's true. I mean, I do work with a lot of women. And so, yes, surround myself with amazing women. I'll go with that one. Tom, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? How about Wells Fargo and Square? Square and Wells Fargo, bang and bang. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Tom Kuhn. Tom, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. 
um, it's really the spiritual uh, path to um, uh, artistic freedom. It's really the seminal work on creativity. Wonderful book. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Tom, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I'd go to a hair salon. (laughs) I would find some young creatives that were working in that salon. I'd sit in the back room with them for a little bit. I'd just spend a little bit of time getting to know them. I'd have them really describe what their vision of prosperity is and ask them to do so with pictures. And I would peel the onion with them a little bit and help show them the way to becoming more prosperous using their pictures as a um, discussion point. Well, Tom, I have to be honest with you. I have really enjoyed hearing your journey through the failures, the aha moments. What has you fired up right now is definitely something that's going to fire up a big part of the salon world. Let's end by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Gotcha. Certainly on LinkedIn, Tom H. Kuhn. Uh, website is qnityinc.com. Uh, certainly on Facebook. I'll give you my email address. Also happy to do that. That's tom.kuhn at Qunity Inc. That's qnityinc.com. Uh, that's how you get a hold of me. And I would love to hear from your listeners. Wow. Well, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode, Tom, by going to eofire.com and just typing Tom in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Tom, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. I've enjoyed it. And uh, hello to all your listeners. I appreciate it. Fire Nation, do you have the motivation and drive it takes to turn your passion into a viable business, but you're stuck at square one? Navigating the entrepreneurial world is tough. That's why we've come up with an exclusive email series to help. It's called The Fire Path, where your passion and our guidance unite. Just visit thefirepath.com to sign up today and you'll receive our weekly emails packed with startup tips for any business. Ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite. 